Hey everyone, welcome to the Two Paths Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Marcy. So glad that you joined us today. We're finishing up a four-part series called Running the Race of Life, Lessons That I've Learned from Running a Marathon. And if you missed the first three episodes to this series, I want to encourage you to go back and catch those because each one is a step on how to run the race of life. And each step gets progressively harder, but I, I do believe that there is a pattern in which we run that race. There is an order into how we figure out how to be successful as we go through life. And so today we're going to talk about step four, and that is engage. I think this is the hardest of all of them because it requires action. When we've done the other steps and we've got to this point where now we have to engage, it means we, we have to take action for something. We have to follow through with our dreams or our plans or our goals or whatever it is. And so if we think about what does it actually mean, engage? Well, there's different ways of using it. If you think of it in a relational manner, when a man proposes to a woman and she accepts, then they're engaged. They're engaged to each other. You might have heard that term engaged used for battle, engaged in battle. I've also heard it when you look at it um, on a lawnmower, but even with a, a vehicle, you need to engage the motor. And so when I think about what does that really mean to engage, I think it means to be intentional with our actions to reach a desired goal. If I'm driving in my car or I'm going to go somewhere, I get in the car, the car is in park. I have to engage the engine, so I have to turn it on. But then I have to take it out of park and put it into drive. I have to be intentional and take action to go from point A to point B. When I proposed to my now wife, we were engaged. It meant we were very intentional with our actions to reach a goal of being married. In battle, if, if you're in battle, you're engaged in battle, you are and have to be very intentional with your actions to reach a desired goal. So for me, when it comes to running a marathon, there are a couple different ways that I had to learn this lesson and the value of what it meant to engage. And the first one, it's probably one that, that many people are familiar with, but it's about dieting. It's easy to commit and say, you know what, I'm going to start a diet. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to eat more salads. I'm going to eat more protein. I'm going to stop with all the sugar, the carbohydrates. I'm going to drink more water. It's easier to, it's easy to commit to that. And it's easier to commit to it than actually do it. You have to be very intentional about the food and the liquids that you put into your body. It can't be haphazard. It can't be willy-nilly. You have to be very intentional about what you're going to do with your diet. And so taking action on a daily basis to drink more water, to cut out the sugars, cut out all the things that are um, clogging up my arteries and slowing me down, and to eat healthier, I have to actually do it to become healthier. I can't just think about it. 
and magically wake up healthier one day. I have to do it. So when it comes to running, you know, I bought new running shoes. I had a Garmin watch. I researched on different training methods to prepare for the marathon. And that's all great. Sounds good. Looks good. But it doesn't mean anything until I actually get out there and run. It's fun to tell people, yeah, I got a, a cool Garmin watch that tracks everything. I just bought some sweet new shoes. They're so comfortable. This is going to be awesome. But then you lace them up and you put your watch on and you go out and you start running. That's when the story starts to change. You have to engage. You have to take action for your goal, your idea, your thoughts. I like it in the book, Change Your World by John Maxwell. He says, the world is not looking for more dreamers. It is looking for dream makers. And that tells me something. It reaffirms what I've always believed is that all of us have dreams. All of us have dreams. Every human being is born and has deep inside desires to reach a certain goal. These dreams. And sometimes you're the only one that understands your dreams. And that's okay. Other people don't need to understand your dream for you to fulfill and reach your dream and live your dream out. But the other thing that I like about it is that he's saying it's time to make those dreams a reality. Get them out of our heads. I always kind of think to myself, if it's just a dream and it stays a dream, it actually turns into a nightmare because I go to a whole different place. Think about this with me, if you will. I have these dreams and I never do them. And then I have regrets in life. Or I play the what if game. I was just meeting with a client a couple weeks ago who was trying to figure out their next course of action. And, and he's a, a second or maybe even a third generation family owner in his business. And it was very obvious by the things he was saying that what he believed had been ingrained into him from the previous generations. But what if I do it this way? What happens? Oh, I don't want to do it because what if this happens if I do do that? And I told him point blank, what if is a scary world to live in? Leads to a lot of regret and a lot of frustration. And so you just have to decide at some point you're going to engage. Try this. See how it goes. If it doesn't go exactly how you want, it wasn't a failure. You learned that that method isn't going to work and possibly learned a new method to tweak and to actually make it better. So there is no failure when you engage. It's always a learning process. We always get to grow. But what if is a scary world to live in? About 14 years ago, I decided I was going to start my own carpet cleaning business. I was working full time when I had this idea uh, and actually got it from talking to one of my brothers and decided, you know what? There's a lot of carpet in this world. It doesn't matter, matter how many professional carpet cleaners are in my town, in my state. It doesn't matter because there's a lot of carpet out there that needs to be cleaned. There's a lot of upholstery that needs to be cleaned, a lot of furniture that could be cleaned. So I researched a little bit. My brother had some 
done some research as well. So he had some good insights into different companies to reach out to and, and things like that. So it was about 14 years ago, I decided I'm going to start my own carpet cleaning business. And then I actually did it. And in that first year, it was profitable, had everything paid off, the equipment, the chemicals, the tools, everything was paid off. And I was profitable in that first year. I thought quite possibly this could be my way out to go work on my own. It didn't work that way, but I've never looked back at it as, as a failure. I did it for probably two years, maybe three years as a side hustle that learned, earned a little extra income. But I enjoyed it. And I'm always thankful that I did it because I didn't want to live in the world of what if. I didn't want to live in the world of never having tried it. And for the rest of my life thought, I wonder what would have happened if I would have really started that carpet cleaning business. Could it have taken off? Could it have led me to financial freedom? I could have worked for myself. I could have trained my kids in it. Maybe hand it over to them one day. Listen, I don't have to live in that world anymore. I engaged, took action, started my business. I enjoyed it. I learned from it, had fun, and I achieved a goal from it. But I had to be very intentional. It was more than just committing to do it. I had to actually go out and do it. And so I want to ask you, when it comes to this step, it by far is the hardest because it requires action. I, I want you, if you can, if you're not driving or you're not at work right now and you can, I want you to write down, what is it that stops you? What holds you back from fulfilling your dreams or your goals to living out these ideas that you've had for years and years? I just want you to write it down. What is it that's holding you back? I think probably one of the most popular reasons is for fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of failure. What about fear of success? What about just the unknown? Not sure how to go about it. Not sure what it'll look like. Not sure that if this does work, it ends up growing. Like, how do I scale it? I, I don't even know how to scale a business. Or for me, when I started my carpet cleaning business, I'm not an administrative type person. I'm not a business type person. That was scary for me to figure out how to create my LLC, to make sure I did my taxes properly every quarter, to track all of my paperwork, do my taxes at the end of the year so that I claimed everything accordingly and, and did all of that right. That That's not my cup of tea, and that's that was scary for me. How is it for you? Is that something that holds you back? Maybe it's even, and probably more, more dangerous than anything, you don't believe that you can do it. And that's where, quite honestly, you need to get out of your own head and believe in yourself, even if nobody else does. You need to believe in yourself. 
so what if you try something and it doesn't go exactly as planned? Isn't that better than having never done it at all and always wondered what would have happened if you did it? There's a movie that I grew up watching all the time. And man, I don't care how young you are. I sure hope you know this movie. It's called Top Gun. Please tell me that you've heard of this movie and, and even more that you've watched it. Two main characters are Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. They're both uh, naval uh, fighter pilots. And Tom Cruise's character, his name is Maverick. And Maverick is just that. He's crazy. He's kind of reckless. Uh, he does things kind of flying by the seat of his pants sometimes, makes some impulsive decisions that sometimes get him in trouble. Sometimes they pay off. But in the movie, Maverick's best friend and, and the guy who rides in the plane with him his name is Goose. Goose dies and it crushes Maverick. He's not even sure how to go on. He's not even sure if he should go on. He starts to explore his options. Do I just quit? Do I give up? How do I find a new partner to fly with me? Maybe you've been there in life too. Maybe you've lost somebody close to you and, and it just has put you into a tailspin that you can't figure out where to go next. And, and it paralyzes you and even scares you from engaging. That's okay, because I get it. I get it. I've been there. And I understand it. And I've watched my friends go through it. Losses of loved ones, husbands, parents, grandparents, friends, children even. I understand it. And it's okay to process through that. And it's okay to deal with that. But at some point in time, you have to move forward. And quite honestly, you can use that pain to motivate you. You can use that pain to encourage. You can use that pain to find the growth to carry on. but you have to engage. So what happens with Maverick is they end up toward the end of the movie. They, there's a, a situation where another country's jets are flying over um, international waters and getting close to invading U.S. sovereignty. And so they scramble some fighter jets, Maverick being one of them. And when Maverick gets there, he sees that the American pilots are outnumbered. And so he starts to, to kind of freak out a little bit. He's looking at it and, and he says, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And so he, he pulls out. And back on the, the carrier, they're obviously tracking everything. And they, they say, Maverick disengaged. And everybody's frustrated and a little bit perplexed of why he's leaving this battle but he couldn't handle it and so he disengaged and as he's starting to fly away a little bit he's contemplating his friend goose and trying to figure out what to do 
It's easy to disengage in life when things don't go the way we want to. So let's say you're going after that dream, and it's just getting a lot tougher than you anticipated. And you start to think, all right, do we pull out? As my friend says, do we pull the ripcord and just get out of this situation? Or do we keep pushing through? A lot of people will disengage as soon as things start to go sideways. Once it gets a little crazy, it gets too expensive, it's taking longer than it's supposed to, it's requiring more time than we thought, it's easy to disengage from that point. But what I always love, and Paul Martinelli says this often, he says, build your wings on the way down. So whatever it is that you need to engage, you need to do it. Instead of waiting till it's fully baked and everything's 100% ready to go, just get started. And as you go, figure it out along the way. Paul, Martin, Paul Martinelli also says this. He says, if you have an idea, a dream, or a, or a goal, and it's 51% ready to go, then launch it. Launch it. You have the majority of it ready to go. Stop waiting. Just go and build your wings on the way down. The third thing I'll tell you that Paul Martinelli says that really sticks with me is you need a result to fix a result. Sounds kind of silly, but it seems pretty basic, doesn't it? For me to fix anything or to improve or to get anywhere, I have to get started. So I go after that goal, that dream that I have. And it gets a little more expensive than I anticipated. All right, at least now I know how much it's going to cost and I can figure out a different way to do it so it's not so expensive or to charge people more so that I still make money on it. You have to have a result to fix a result. I'm so glad that I started my carpet cleaning business so that I don't have to live in that what-if world anymore. I built my wings on the way down. What is it that's holding you back from engaging? The good news is that if you start to engage in something and things don't go exactly as planned, you know what? You can always track and adjust and fix it and keep going. The other awesome thing to know is that if you've had this dream for a long time, it's never too late to act on it. As long as you have breath in you, it's not too late to act. I was just listening to a recording of Les Brown the other day giving this very powerful motivational speech. And he, he talks about the ideal goal for mankind is that when we're laying in our deathbeds, that we have our entire family around us and we pray together and we hold hands and we laugh and we sing and we cry and we share the good memories and we enjoy it. That's, our, that's what we hope for when it's all over. But too many times what happens is when people are lying on their deathbed, 
all of their goals, all of their dreams, all of their ideas, all of their skills, their talents, abilities, all these things they've been given will also be standing around that bed. And they'll look down and they'll say to you, we came to you because you could use us to impact the world. But you didn't engage in those dreams, the ideas. You didn't use the skills and the talents and the abilities that you were given. And now we will die along with you forever. Les goes on to say that a man shared with him once that if you want to find the richest soil in the world, you go to a cemetery because there you see the stones of people that had potential, that had opportunity, that had skills and talents and abilities that never used them. They were afraid or they'd been too hurt or they'd never been trusted or believed in. Maybe they had low self-esteem. The awesome thing is that I believe it 100% with all of my being. You were created for a reason. You were created with gifts and talents and abilities unique to you. There might be some other people that can do what you do, but nobody can do it like you. Nobody thinks the way you do. They might think similar, but nobody thinks like you do. You were uniquely and wonderfully made. Your life has meaning and it has purpose. And so the challenge is to get out of your head, to stop all the self-limiting beliefs that you have, and to engage in life and do what you are created to do and be who you were created to be. Remember at Maverick, I was sharing with you from that movie Top Gun. So after a few minutes of reflection, he pulls back into battle and everybody starts cheering because Maverick re-engaged. So listen to me. If, if you're struggling with acting on something or you've tried and it hasn't gone the way you've wanted, it's not too late to try again and it's not too late to get back into action. You can engage, you can do it today, and you can be the person that you want to be, the person that you've dreamed of being. You can go to places you've dreamed of going. You can do the things you've dreamt of doing. That's the beauty of life. As long as we're breathing, it's never over, and we always have the opportunity for more. Listen, I'd love to hear from you and, and hear what your struggles are with engaging. And I'd love to hear your victories and your aha moments of how you engaged and what you learned from it and the success you saw from it. Reach out to me, craigmarcy at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram even. I'd love to hear from you. But know this, you get to decide. Up to this point, you've made a decision possibly to not follow through on any of those dreams. And you've probably come up with lots of reasons why you can't, why you shouldn't, why you won't. But know this, you have the choice. You can really, you can do it if you really want. 
It's a matter of how bad you really want to. Do you have that desire? And I know you do because you were created with the burning desire to do something and to be something in life. But you have to decide that. And that's the beauty of it. And so I want to challenge you today to choose the path that will make all the difference for you.